This is the Berman Project. Hey, it's JD here, back for another week of introspection and reflection on loss, grief, and the pathway to mental wellness, all the while nourishing my soul with the music and art of the late indie rock singer-songwriter David Berman. How are you doing, motherfuckers? I'm looking out my window right now, and the sky has turned from beautiful blue to menacing gray. The clouds that were white and fluffy hiding out in it are now, you know, camouflaged against the gray, and it's very difficult to get past the potential of rain that is lingering in the air right now and making me feel like I just can't get it together, you know? So there's that. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything on your end of uh, the earth is doing, you know, great. I've missed a couple episodes here and there, and uh, I'm trying to pick up the pieces. It can be tough. It can be it can be really tough, but in this instance, it, I'm finding it rather straightforward. Uh, this podcast knows what it's about, and you know that helps. I took some time away because I don't think you need to hear all the negative stuff all the time, and I don't need to say it all the time. It's it's okay occasionally. But there's no point just me barfing into the microphone uh, all the miserable things that are going on to me or that I'm perceiving that are going on to me and uh, having you just get tired of it, you know? So there's that. I, um, I am growing tired of it. So I went to my psychiatrist last week. It was my second visit to this new psychiatrist. And truly the reason I went to a psychiatrist is because my family doctor, ever since my old psychiatrist closed to practice, my family doctor has just been writing scripts based on the scripts that my psychiatrist uh, wrote. So he won't adjust the meds. And I'm pretty certain the meds need adjusting. Uh, I've been diagnosed with treatment-resistant depression and... You know, for the longest time, we've had a cocktail that's been, you know, doing the job. It's, 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 it's working. You know, there are still ups and downs, but it's by and large, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. Um, but okay isn't good enough. You know, I want to, I want to feel right. I want to feel, oh, I've got a Berman lyric in my head. I want to feel tantamount to cordial. I want to feel tantamount to good. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to feel, I hate to use the word normal, but I'm going to use it. And it's, it's probably not right. But my psychiatrist has got me worried because of the meds that I'm on, for psych, for mental health, there are four of them that I'm on. And then there are a couple other drugs for physiological health. So it's a, it's a big cocktail to manage. I get it. I get why my family doctor's nervous. But my psychiatrist threw me a curveball, and he said 
when he adjusts it, he might actually reduce some of them because they're already at treatment level. And when they're at treatment level, like a therapeutic dose, then you don't typically see much more good out of it. I don't know. I don't fucking know. That that has me worried. And my therapist says that I should tell him that you know, when push comes to shove, if, if he gets out his script book and he wants to change some things. I personally would like to see the lithium go up, but that's my layperson. You know, that's me. Oh, the sky has become blue again. Um, that's me being a layperson and not really understanding, you know, but I don't know that the, the doctor in, in two 45 minute visits has a much better understanding than I do, <laughs> you know? Um, they know, well, they know what the drugs do. They know the side effects. And basically what they say is if you're tolerating the drugs without, you know, and you're not seeing side effects, then you should, you should, uh, consider yourself lucky. And, uh, I don't consider myself lucky. I consider myself very unlucky and it's just yuck. I don't like it. So there's that. I see him again in a couple of weeks and I'll keep you up to date on all of that and the rest. Everybody wants perspective from a hill. But everybody's wants Can't make it past the windowsill I can see you in your room at night Pictures on your walls Little forest scenes and high school Halloweens But they don't come to you They don't come to you at all All houses dream Blueprints. Our houses dream so hard. Outside you can see my shoe prints. I've been dreaming in your yard. One of these days, these days will end. The kitchen window, the light will bend. You'll be carving a pumpkin with a knife When someone at the table says That's not what I call a life The elephants are so ashamed of their size Closing them down, I tell them you got this Out in the backyard I used to make like I was a cowboy I'd set my dog before a hoop And say, now boy, now boy When the governor's heart fails The state bird falls from its branch Icicles on hell's higher hills Meanwhile, back home at the ranch, 
still get up early in the morning And I never knew a better place I believe that stars are the headlights of angels Driving from heaven to save us, to save us Look in the sky They're driving from heaven into our eyes Final words are so hard to devise Promise that I'll always remember your pretty eyes Your pretty eyes That was Pretty Eyes by Silver Jews, their last song on Natural Bridge, a beautiful track with some real uh, a meandering melody that uh, doesn't really have a chorus, uh, although there is like a melodic, um, a melodic note, I suppose, that, you know, denotes a, a, like a sort of a chorus. Um, you know, when he lifts into the, the sound of saying pretty eyes. So there's that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a, a really great song. There's lots of fun lyrics. Um, Halloween, again, there's some Halloween stuff in there. And uh, there's talk of uh, carving a pumpkin, you know, and when, when you have the realization that this isn't much of a life and there is... Um, talk of uh, Halloween in high school. Uh, so similar to the Halloween poem that we had last week when we read. Um, yeah, interesting. I liked it. Let's see what chat, uh, chat AI has to say about Pretty Eyes by the Silver Jews. Pretty Eyes is a song by American indie rock band Silver Jews led by singer-songwriter David Berman. It was released on their 2001 album Bright Flight. The song features Berman's trademark poetic lyrics with vivid imagery and offbeat humor. The lyrics describe a woman with pretty eyes who is both alluring and enigmatic. Berman sings about his fascination with her and the desire to know more about her, but also acknowledges that there is a distance between them that he cannot bridge. Musically, Pretty Eyes is characterized by its gentle, jangly guitars, shuffling drumbeat, and Berman's distinctive vocal styles, which is at once conversational and introspective. The song has been praised for its understated beauty and the way it captures the sense of longing and yearning that runs through much of Berman's work. 
overall, Pretty Eyes is a standout track from the Silver Jews discography and a fine example of Berman's unique songwriting skill. You know, this is a very, this chat program is very complimentary because every track is considered a standout track from the discography or that's what I'm, you know, coming to uh, understand at this point. Um, again, very confident, but not a whole lot true about that statement from from chat. Uh, I wonder if it'll get better as we go. We shall see. Let's read a poem. From His Bed in the Capital City by David Berman from Actual Air. The highway commissioner dreams of us. We are driving by Christmas tree farms, wearing wedding rings with on-off switches, composing essays on legroom in our heads. We know there is policy like ice sculpture, policy that invisibly dictates the shape of the freeway forests and the design of the toll booths that passing children send their minds into. Photography's reminder is sound and momentum, which we were looking to pare off the edges of the past anyway, so snapshots of mom with a kitchen table hill of cocaine or the dog frozen in the attitude of eating raw hamburger getting filed under miscellaneous Americana, though only partially contained there as beads of sap are always leaking from the columns of the bar graph. The voices of the bumper stickers tangle in our heads like cafeteria noise, and we can't help but be aware that by making this trip, by driving home for Christmas, we are assuming some classic role. It is a role he has cast us in. Holiday travelers. He dreams us safely into our driveways and leaves us at the flickering doors. Wow. That is uh, another good one. This is, um, wouldn't you love to see his cutting room floor? I would love to see his cutting room floor. I want to know what doesn't make it. I want to know his process. And we're never going to know this stuff because he's gone. And when somebody is gone, it takes a lot to process. I still don't think I've quite understood that my parents are both gone. I really don't think I understand that. I occasionally, I just came up with something yesterday, in fact. Um, when I got my tonsils out, uh, there was a story. And I have no one to ask. I have no one to ask the, the story about anymore. So, you know, that's pretty, pretty shitty. So, uh, Yeah, I'm not. I'm not over it. I doubt, I doubt I ever will be. And as as much as I didn't know David Berman, and I only knew him through his work, I sort of feel the same way. Not as my parents, of course, but that I don't quite get it. I don't quite understand it. It's 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 bonkers. You know, death is a fucking weird thing. And uh, that's what I have to say about that. That's what I got for you this week. Stay hungry, stay foolish, and wash your goddamn hands. The Berman Project is a production of Duvra Podcasts and Such. You can find out more about the show at www.thebermanproject.xyz. 
That's right. I'm fucking Canadian. I'm also social. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest. At Berman Project. Podcasts and such. <laughs>